Before we begin, I have an announcement to make. We now have a public Telegram group. The link is in the description. Go check it out. And make sure that you have clicked the like and subscribe button to this video. It helps me out and here we go. There is no getting back to normal. A fundamentally different world. It's been about 1 year since the lockdowns began and the world is slowly opening up. Some people are wondering when will things get back to normal and the answer is never. Whatever normal was is now gone because the fundamentals of the world have changed. The lockdowns were a 10x change to the world's economic and social systems. But the lockdown accelerated these changes by 5 to 10 years. Big structural and fundamental changes to the world. 1. Change in purchasing habits offline to online. The lockdown forced almost everyone to start making some purchases online. Many people who were wary of online purchases are now comfortable with them and even when the lockdowns open up fully they will continue to make at least some of their purchases online. This has actually opened up new markets as many segments of people such as old people have made their first online transactions and will continue to buy online. Likewise, during the lockdown, many people bought services online that they earlier felt could only be done in person. The easiest example is medical consulting. People had to hire doctors online for general problems like stomach aches, diarrhea, etc. to avoid covid infection risk. Many of them will continue to do so and it will continue to grow as it provides a similar service at a cheaper rate. For example, take practo.com, a platform for buying video consultings with doctors. Here are some excerpts from their blog posts and reports. Practo health plans have grown by over 250% in the last 6 months, while most of the health plan users are from metro cities like Delhi, Bangalore and Mumbai. There has been a growth of 30x in the number of users from non-metro cities like Jaipur, Ahmedabad and Lucknow. Millennials account for 60% of the health plan users, the majority of whom consult for the elders in their family. The second most active user group includes those who have chronic health conditions and those who live in remote locations. Men and women split stands at 75% and 25% respectively. Out of all the users, 50% of the users are new or first-time users of telemedicine health plans. What does this mean? One, they are growing fast and have lots of new users, fueled by the lockdown and the pandemic panic. Many of their users are either old people buying general consulting or people in non-metro cities where specialists are hard to come by. Earlier in smaller towns people would have to drive to the city hospital in case they needed the opinion of a specialist. This means the majority of them are likely to continue using online services pandemic or no pandemic. 3 The biggest spenders on medical services are women because they live longer and they have more delicate bodies plus pregnancy and childcare related questions etc. but women are only 25% of their current user base this is easy growth for them as eventually the men will marry and introduce their wives to the service in other words 
online medical consulting will likely become a thing just like online shopping for books is today and this is just one example another example is people buying groceries from amazon pantry why would you go back to shopping at the mall when you can get the same stuff at a cheaper price delivered to your house so you save both time and money and minimize infection risk overall these changes in purchasing habits mean brick and mortar which was already on the decline in the past decade will never bounce back fully the second big fundamental change is working from home as i predicted in a previous blog post wfh is here to stay this was bound to happen because it's so much cheaper than paying for office rent and related utilities like electricity water maintenance etc and leads to fewer bloat employees that those are middle manager types who add little to productivity but take fat salaries it also allows businesses to hire talent from all over the world at lower prices knowledge workers also prefer wfh as they're able to produce the same output they can save commute time that can be spent with family and friends and not to mention the hassle of getting ready for work in the morning and returning home tired from a long commute is entirely avoided they also make more money as they have a bigger global pool of potential employers the first big resistance to work from home are old managers in traditional businesses since they are resistant to change and think that if i don't see you work how will i know you're working and older bloat employees who don't add enough real value to justify their salaries so they think they need to show up to work to make themselves appear useful these people will eventually come around as the invisible hand of free market economics makes it harder for them to stay competitive with all the extra fixed costs that they are bearing the second big resistance is employees who found themselves working day and night as there is no divide between home and office this is happening because of the bad job market at the moment once conditions improve and there is more job mobility people will draw harder boundaries and have fixed working hours all in all work from home is here to stay many corporations are already telling employees that they are permanently working from home and have already surrendered quite a bit of their office space instead of renting five floors of space and giving everyone a fixed desk they now have only two floors and have hot desks Many companies that hire knowledge workers have already announced permanent work from home for many of its positions for example Spotify Microsoft Coinbase Twitter etc This trend will grow simply because it's more practical at the very least we will see partial work from home that is 2 days office 3 days work from home in many places The workspace will never get back to normal that is how things were back in 2019 Working from home is a change that is equivalent to the introduction of computers in corporate workplaces. It starts slowly with only a few high-level people having access to them, to a point where almost every corporate employee uses them. The third big fundamental change to the world is cryptocurrencies. Crypto has been around for over 10 years now and has gained a lot of traction. especially now that the US government has decided to hold interest rates at 0% and 
and print virtually unlimited amounts of money. The basic idea of Bitcoin is using cryptographic proof to solve the double spending problem, thus allowing people to transfer ownership of digital tokens or coins without retaining a copy. If you send someone a file, you both have a copy of the file. But when you send someone a Bitcoin, you lose the Bitcoin and they get it. This enables people to assign a value to the coin and use it as a permissionless medium of exchange. When you transact in a fiat currency, you need to go through intermediaries like banks. Crypto allows you a direct, irreversible, almost instant transactions with no permission necessary from intermediaries. Further, because of the limited supply, only 21 million Bitcoin, and no way for a government to manufacture more out of thin air, it does not deflate perpetually like fiat. In 1970, one kg of gold would have cost you about $1,100. In 2020, you could have paid as much as $66,000 for the same one kg of gold. This means that over 50 years, the value of dollar has fallen by about 98.33% relative to gold. You don't notice it because it happens very gradually. The rate at which the dollar lost value relative to gold in the above calculation is about 7.85% per year. If you take official government inflation data, $1 in 1970 is worth $6.74 in 2021 money. This means that according to official data, US dollars have lost 85% of its purchasing power in 50 years. This is why saving and holding cash is a bad idea. The big reason behind this fall in the value of money is the ungodly amount of currency printing that has been happening. This has been happening all over the world with all fiat currencies, not just the USA. Cryptocurrencies are a good solution to this problem since they take away control of the money printer from the government and create a digital equivalent of gold, valuable because of its limited supply that can be used to transact P2P and almost instantly, and does not come with the purity-related trust issues that gold does. Crypto is being adopted quickly worldwide, including by fiat payment processing and facilitating companies like PayPal, Mastercard, Apple Pay, etc. At this point, anyone who thinks Bitcoin is a scam or Bitcoin is tulips is a complete idiot or just old and behind the times. Just smile and agree with them and dollar cost average every week. This is not financial advice, by the way. There is a good chance that crypto will significantly replace fiat and its related structures like the banking system, read about decentralized finance, over the coming years and decades, and this changes the world very significantly. As a side note, the people who think that crypto will fail because governments will ban it don't understand the technology. The government can only ban official exchanges, but it cannot stop the blocks from being mined and the transactions from happening. It would be like a ban on P2P file transfer or torrenting. It, it would not work. The fourth great change to the world is the introduction of the sovereign individual. A combination of working from home and cryptocurrencies give birth to the real sovereign individual. Crypto is not necessary for this, but it does make moving wealth internationally much easier. 
people will be able to work from anywhere earn in globally accepted currencies which is already picking steam and will no longer be subject to government this trend was already happening the lockdowns have accelerated it by 5 to 10 years to give you an example let's say you live in state a state a just decided to increase its income taxes by 10% you don't like this what do you do you move to state b since you can work from anywhere this has already been happening ever since the lockdowns have made working from home more common people have been moving out of high cost high tax regions to low cost low tax regions take the california exodus for example businesses and people are moving from california a state with high regulations and taxes to texas a state with low regulations and lower taxes the same is happening with new york and other american states what does this mean this means that governments will have to incentivize rich and intelligent people and entrepreneurs to stay in their territory in the future why would i start a business in a place with high taxes and high costs when i can do so at a low tax low cost low regulation location since i am going to be delivering the product or service and hire people remotely anyway things saas online consulting etc if this sounds far fetched to you you have not been paying attention this is already happening tech companies like apple already incorporate themselves in tax havens like ireland because it allows them to operate in high tax countries like the usa without actually paying the taxes there what working from home allows is to scale this to the individual why would anyone choose to live in a high tax high cost area when they can just as well move to a low tax low cost area and enjoy a similar if not better quality of life of course there are other factors than just costs and taxes like weather language cuisine etc but the point is governments will have to compete for rich entrepreneurial and highly productive citizens instead of the other way around not everyone will be a sovereign individual but only the top few percentage points that is the ultra rich people entrepreneurs and knowledge workers but these are the people creating all the wealth and who pay most of the taxes as a government you now have to prove why you are worthy of humanity's best to be living in your region do you have the best weather the best regulations the best tax structure the most freedom the best infrastructure the best law and order why should a free sovereign individual live in your jurisdiction of course like any other long term structural change it will take many years for these changes to pan out completely but things will move forward in these directions in other words the past is gone the normal that we had in the pre lockdown era is never coming back this is the dawn of a new era just like how everything was different after the industrial revolution happened thank you for listening i'm your host harsh strongman please click the like and subscribe button to this video and hit the bell icon so you're notified when future videos are released thank you for listening have a good day